Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Guys, it's Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. With Mark Rigadonna, Richie Byrne, the Prima Donna, Rigadonna <laughs> and the Prima Donna, and your producer, Soul Joel. Soul Joel. So tonight we had a, a we very had a great format. night. Yes, we're gonna start a new format. Um, um, so do you want to kick us both, off? We're both you gonna wanna... open it with. Um, here's uh, what we're doing. I'm gonna start it with gulp. Because the name of the show is drinks, jokes, and storytelling, I feel. We should always open the show with a drink. Well, we normally do. We just never talk right. about it. We normally do. We just never talk about it. And then go into a joke. I will tell a street joke. Yeah, and and for those of you who stories. don't understand, a street joke is a joke you've heard, probably heard. It's not something we wrote. And then we get into our stories. Yeah. I think it's the new format. I think it makes sense. The drink Absolutely. we're going to talk about tonight, very quickly, is we just came from a friend's house. Had a lovely we dinner. We had an amazing dinner. Yes. Um, and filet, potato, oh, some mushrooms. The that stuffed Joel, mushrooms were unbelievable. Our friend Joel helped himself to before <laughs> anyone else. <laughs> I got to tell that story. Our friend, a great friend, Chuck Gill, who played. Shout out to Chuck. Shout out to Chuck Gill, who played Santa. With the Philly Pops. With the, well, I wasn't going to go there because it's all about us. He also, <laughs> he also played Santa. In our Elf on the Shelf video, that if you haven't seen it, Soul Joel TV, Soul Joel TV, Elf on a Shelf. Uh, it's probably this probably won't air for th- about three weeks, so it'll be mid January. But you'll get back in the if you're missing Christmas. This is go your... to Soul Joel TV and bring it back to you. Absolutely, it's Elf on a Shelf. It's a one, very funny sketch that we did. So we were at Chuck's tonight. Well, but we were at Chuck's. Uh, two weeks ago, preparing f- our appearance on Dina Blizzard show. Yes, shout out to Dina shout Blizzard. This, this is really where the story. So what happened starts. was right. Joel and I were at Chuck's house two weeks ago. We were pre- preparing it. We did Dina Blizzard's. What's the matter? Oh God! Did he fart? I think so. Right. Why do you guys assume just because <laughs> I laugh? Because <laughs> we know your humor. <laughs> By the way, it's quarter to two in the morning. That's why we're talking about this. <laughs> and uh, we've had a few. Uh, anyway, so Joel and I went to Chuck's to record a music bit that we, Mark and I did on, on Dina Blizzard's Facebook Live show, which was tremendous. That Tipsy Tuesdays. Tipsy Tuesdays. It's such Tuesday. a good show. Shout out to Dina. Shout out to Dina. We're hoping to have Dina on the show. We're hoping. We're working on it. We love Dina. And... Um, so we had to record this song. We had to record music. And we went to Chuck's. Chuck's got a great studio. A beautiful studio. And then after the we finished recording, I said to Joel, let's go get a drink. No, you, it's you not drink? like me. I was in the mood. I was, wow. You know me. I uh, was going to say, Richie, I don't take you as a drinker. And yeah, No. <laughs> so we went. Chuck said, why would you guys go out when I have a bar downstairs? And we went down to his basement. Oh my God! It's Santa's little cave. cove. Yes, it was Santa's un- cove, it's and we so beautiful, perfect. And it's, it's what you would expect if you went to Santa's house. <laughs> it is. There's cookies on a little so, tray. But it, all, it has a stove, the hot the stove, the uh, 
for heating. The uh, oh, it's so nice. The what do you call it? Black. Oh, a wood burning stove. Wood burning. Thank you. So we're really off the beaten path here. No, so what happened was we went down and Chuck has an amazing little bar. Yeah, and he has all the imported from France. Imported from France and it's Malaysia. Not the chairs. Not the chairs. The chairs are from Malaysia. But. Joel had a Macallan scotch, and for those of you who know scotch... Chuck had it. I said Joel. Chuck. Yeah, it's fine. That's my contribution. Good night. <laughs> oh. He's jumping in. So so Chuck had Macallan scotch, and I like a little Macallans. I like, and uh, he didn't have a lot left, so I finished it. I apologize. No, he, like a gentleman. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he didn't even pour it in a glass. He, he didn't have a lot left. It, like it was a just a bottle and a half. Right. <laughs> So we went to Chuck's tonight for dinner, and we were going to bring him wine, which we did. No one opened. Bought a nice and, uh, Chianti. Nice Chianti that he never opened. I he brought some homemade like Kahlua, hand-painted by Mark, Mama Riccadonna. Shout out to Mark, Mama Riccadonna. Yeah, Mama Riccadonna. Made, it was beautiful Kahlua. It was great. With well, I, I don't think the... He asked us if we wanted wine. I don't think the wine fit. He didn't get into the wine. Listen, we were drinking anyway. scotch. Who needs wine when but you're But I showed scotch? up. Right. I said, I want to get Chuck a bottle of McAllen's because I finished the McAllen's off. Because he chugged it like a fucking pig. So, <laughs> <laughs> remember, it's about 10 to 2 in the morning, people. Sorry for the... Uh... So, I went out and I didn't get him the normal McAllen's, just a regular 12-year or 15-year. I went out and I found this 10-year-old Woodscotch whiskey. Wood. And I bought it and we went to Chuck's and he had those... Unbelievable glasses with the, the, the giant glass and the big ball of ice. Now, normally it, I don't like McCallum. It looked ice. like a Death Star ice it cube. It did, yes. You know the new ice cubes, but he had gone to those lengths, and I said, "Okay." And we drank. He poured us a glass of the ten-year-old Wood Scotch McCallum's whiskey, Scotch whiskey, and how good? How good was it? it, it you know, I'm not really a whiskey guy. It's Scotch though. Scotch. Okay, I'm not really a scotch guy either. I'm, I'm a not a whiskey guy. guy. I'm a scotch guy, which is weird. And I, I like enjoyed whiskey. It, it was I good. love it was whiskey. It was smooth. But I, the funny thing is... Scotch is like... it's To me, it's like... Scotch is a little bit different than whiskey. It is. Where it's like... It's smoother. If I drink scotch, I only want like one or two. Yeah. If I See? drink whiskey... Just ask the Syracuse Funny Bones. I like about 15 yeah. doubles. <laughs> Shout out to Syracuse. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the, funny and the Funny Bone. So here's the problem, people. Uh, Richie chugged it there's like not a much, fucking pig. There's not much <laughs> 10-year-old McCallum's Woodscotch whiskey left at Chuck's house. So that's the problem. Is, is it? And I'd like to know, is it? Wrong to bring a liquor and then drink it down and then the drink it left. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could do? You could let us know by liking our Facebook page. Yes, like our face and tell us what you think. And he was very excited by the way. I can he tell. enjoyed. He enjoyed it. I don't think he cared oh, at Chuck all that you doesn't. drank it all like a fucking pig. No, well, <laughs> I mean, how many times? How many? Uh, but the thing I'm is that I'm betting I'm going to say three more. We we didn't notice until Chuck poured another round and then turned the bottle so that we could see yes. where the level was. And it was gone. And, and it kind of looked at us like, it's hey. gone, boys. It's gone. So we drank. So if, you've not, if you're if you a scotch drinker, you, I'm sure you know McAllen's. Go out and try this McAllen's 10-year-old wood scotch whiskey. It was really smooth. So the, the new rule, I think, uh, uh, to be a gentleman, 
if you're hanging with Richie Byrne, if you're bringing a bottle of liquor, bring two. Yes. One, so when you leave, they have one. And, and the and other for Richie so, Byrne. So Richie can drink it like a fucking pig. If you want to be a member of the Byrne unit. <laughs> so well, McCallan's 10-year-old. Well, go ahead. Woods no, Scotch Whiskey. Well, that's our new. So we're going to talk about a different drink every week. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was I thought smooth. It was smooth. It was it was great. After about two, I had enough. Right. I I needed something cheaper. After about two, Mark's pants were off. <laughs> well, they were off before. You just noticed. That's after true. Two. Uh, so I was running late to pick you guys up because uh, I was. Okay, supposed can to I leave. tell that you can't tell this yet? Why not? Because it, it pertains to this. It's story. drinks, jokes, and storytelling. So now I'm going to tell the all. joke. All right. I thought we could do it all. We can do it all, all right. but I just think that we should get the joke. Am I wrong? You're go the ahead. producer. No, go ahead. Go ahead. And then we can go to why Mark Riccadonna almost didn't make it to Chuck's tonight. Yes. Which is a wonderful story about growing up in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to do, for now on, when Richie starts telling a story, I'm just going to eyeball him. And make a face like I'm disgusted. <laughs> Mark, I call that every day. <laughs> it's not going to phase you. That's how you directed me in the boom. <laughs> so we, so the other format, because it's drinks, jokes, and storytelling, is I want to tell a joke. We should tell a street we joke every week. We do a street week. joke? And then you we got go one to the for us? I do. I have one. Uh, old married couple joke. You like old married couple jokes? Sure. Old married couple. Been married 65 years. 65 years. They're driving along. The husband's driving. The wife's in the driver, in the uh, passenger seat. They're driving along. All of a sudden, they get pulled over by a cop. Wife loses her mind. Oh, my God. He's pulling us over. I knew this was going to happen. I knew you can't drive. I knew this was going to happen. The husband turns and says, shut up and let me handle this. Nice. Cop comes up to the window. He says, can I see your license and registration? The wife loses her mind. Oh, my God. He wants your license and registration. You're going to get a ticket. I knew this was going to happen. The husband says, shut up and let me handle this. Cop says, you know why I pulled you over, sir? You went through a red light back there. The wife says, I saw the red light. I knew you went through the red light. I knew this was going to happen. He says, shut up and let me handle this. The cop gets upset. He says to the woman, does he always speak to you like this, ma'am? She said, only when he's drunk. <laughs> I've heard that a few times, and I never realized where, he's go where she's going with that. You know what I mean? She? Not you. Huh? Well, well, it could be referring to you. <laughs> <laughs> that time I actually wasn't. Tell the mom one. Huh? Tell the mom one. No, next time. Okay. One joke. It's out of the way. One joke. I love how we went from you being mad that I wouldn't hey, let you I'm tell your story while we're here. So now we did drinks, jokes. Here's why Mark Riccadonna Schmilz was almost late. <laughs> we almost didn't make. What did you say? Schmilz. I, I didn't know until. I didn't know until tonight. Yes. Schmilz. Oh, we smoked cigars oh. tonight. Yeah. Oh, those it, cigars were nice by the fire. Then it was freezing out, but we had Chuck had a fire going. It was two fires going. Yeah, it, so what a house and a waterfall. He's yeah, there's a waterfall. He's, in the and his food he was Santa. His, how great was the food? He's insane. How great was the, the oh, fillet? Yes, we had stuffed mushrooms. Yeah, with crab. <laughs> with it's, and it, and Chuck said, "Take the mushrooms downstairs." No, no, no. Take these drinks downstairs. There's mushroom stuff with crab waiting for you down there. No, I I carried them down. No, the. Oh, you did. <laughs> yes. I I thought 
I thought his I thought his <laughs> sister in law did. No, I carried down the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. This is drunk Joel, people. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's what Chuck said to me. Okay, it doesn't but matter. I, I was following following <laughs> Good instructions. Good talk. I was following instructions. So we got them up. Joel and I were downstairs is the point. I was upstairs with the ladies. And with the ladies, there was two lovely ladies, Chuck's wife and his sister-in-law. And we were going to do the man thing downstairs. But Chuck was still upstairs getting the food done. And Riccadonna was upstairs telling the story that he's about to tell. And I looked over and Joel was eating a mushroom. (laughs) And he said to me. Out of a baggie. He He started tripping. Dude. Well, These mushrooms ga- are great. You gave me a look, yeah. You have to try one. And I said, okay. I just thought we'd wait till everybody came downstairs. To which he said, what am I, a fucking animal? <laughs> <laughs> what am I, going to drink scotch like a fucking <laughs> pig? <laughs> and then he said to me, good point, bro. Do you see any napkins? Because what would you say? <laughs> I, I got a little bit of evidence on my hands. I got evidence all over my hands. <laughs> But the mushrooms were delicious. They were insane the, good. The, what was the steak? It was a fillet. Fillet. Yeah. Wow. I love when someone cooks a fillet, but you see the the big hunk of meat, and then it slices into the fillets. Yeah, that's why I didn't realize. Oh. I didn't realize it was a fillet because yeah. I, I I don't think oh. I've seen it that way too many times. Well, Chuck used to be a chef, right? Yeah, yeah, he used to be a chef. Oh, the baked. It, I'm not a baked potato guy. Me neither. I could not. Get enough. I wanted, they were, get, I wanted another one. Oh, me these, too. These, <laughs> me too. These potatoes were the size of Idaho. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they dug these up, Idaho dropped down an inch. So it was serve yourself. We went upstairs again after the salads. It was like it was like a yes. A, we did have salad in case Doctor Oz is. It listening. was it was like a but it was <laughs> a parade. It was a parade of food. So we had oh, it was home. ridiculous. So so when I I took the my plate and I got the fillet on and then I took the um to to get. The prongs. The pro- tongs. The tongs. Prongs. <laughs> I should stop Joe, talking. you have not tonight. had the right word all night tonight. No, for like the last 10 hours. <laughs> we this to... could be the worst show we've ever done. Yeah. Anybody, so, anybody who's listening, if you're looking for a Christmas present for Joel, a late Christmas present, send him some of those pills, like Mindful, that help you regain your memory so he can remember the yeah. words he's supposed to say. Or just a thesaurus, so I know the words I'm supposed to be saying. <laughs> yeah, or they a sa- thesaurus. So, uh... No, no, but, but anyway, so I took I took the prongs, thongs, thongs. No, no, not thongs, trongs. Anyway, tongs, tongs, tongs. They're tongs. Thongs. Mark, you were gonna let us go all night. Hey, I let you battle it out. So tongs. It was so heavy. It was so heavy that I couldn't pick it up, and I <laughs> smushed the potato, and I make direct eye contact with Chuck, and he just. Lowers his head and shakes it and just rolls his eyes like, come on, dog. I, I slaved all day. Like, you're going to ruin the potato. Now, it, now it's a mashed potato. Yeah. Well, guess who's on the naughty list? Right. <laughs> but we didn't. Uh, so we almost were late. And Riccadonna yeah. sends me the text. He's I like, I'm on my way. Text. I go, dude, I'm so sorry I'm late. It's uh, So my, my two-year-old Duke was taking a nap. While he wasn't really taking a nap. He was spending some time in solitary confinement. He was in trouble. Quiet time. He beat the shit out of the three-year-old with Harold the helicopter from Thomas the Tank Engine. And then as Axel was on the ground, he bit him in the leg, leaving a full bite mark on the back of his thigh. And so we had the, you know... Now, does Axel fight back, or does he realize he's younger and I shouldn't? Axel would 
not hurt a fly. He's a pacifist. He loves. He's the happiest <laughs> he's little kid. He's a three-year-old pacifist. He's, dude, I think he already studies with Buddha. Yes. <laughs> he he yes. studies with your boy, Deepak. His name is Axel Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> and if he gets married to Oprah. <laughs> Oprah Chopra. <laughs> no, that'll never get old. No. Never. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> Nobody got that. Like, okay. <laughs> so I we had to put him in his room. And he was like, you know, he was he's learning how to do time now. We tried to do all the other things and talk to him and all the parenting advice, but it's like, dude, you're just gonna have to learn how to do time now. So I put him in his Who is room. Was he Tim Robbins? <laughs> no, he's Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yes. So we put him in the room. He's crying, yelling for mommy, daddy. You can see his little hand going under the door, like, let me out, let me out. And we have to try to ignore it. So it gets That must quiet. be brutal. It's, I don't have it's children. It's so hard. It's Please. so hard. Does he do all that? Uh, like he the just, kids? You just hear him like, daddy. <laughs> Daddy, whoever yells at him, he yells for the other parent. Right. Like whoever's oh, scolding smart. him, he goes for the other parent. So Angie put him in the room, so he was yelling for me. So he knows it's tearing my heartstrings. Like, oh, I could just go let him out, you know, escape from Alcatraz here. And then he gets quiet. But I, I hear in the monitor something going on. I think he's napping, so I don't think nothing of it. But it's almost time to go, and I have to help get him ready because Angie's going to take him to do something. So I open up the door. He figured out how to open his closet. The, the things are way too high for him to grab. He figured out how to open it up, and he pulled everything out of the closet, threw it all over, all over the room. The entire room is just clothes everywhere. I go over to the sock drawer. He ripped his diaper off and pissed in the sock drawer all over all the socks. Which is ironic because I'm going to do that later. I'm staying at Joel's. <laughs> so now that's like the equivalent of putting somebody in I don't solitary. I know Duke drank McCallan's. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out like, to Duke. Shout like, out to Duke. It's like putting someone in solitary confinement and then them shitting and smearing it on yeah. the walls. Like at this point, we're not teaching a lesson. But the thing that you <laughs> the thing that you said earlier was you're like, how the heck does he know that's funny? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Like I got to yell at him, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to laugh so hard. I'm so proud of him. Like, how did he know just to piss in the sock drawer? <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like this will be funny. If I get it everywhere, it's not funny. But this this is humor. Yeah. So now I have to take all of his socks put them in the washing machine and it's him and Axel's socks are in the same drawer so now they don't have any socks to wear and they're going to go to the library with Angie so I'm like trying to get the socks in the washing machine I'm trying to clean the room I'm cleaning the drawer I'm doing all that stuff and then looking for clean socks so I had to go find clean socks I finally found them got them ready got them in the car and that's why I was late meeting with you guys because his son pissed in the draw because <laughs> he was like migs and silence of the lamb throwing his body fluid all over the place <laughs> two boys dude it's rough three and they're three and two yeah so they must have loved christmas oh my god i posted a video coming down the stairs oh we had it all set up so there was a train around the tree that they didn't know about so as Axel's coming down the steps, he can hear the whistle and the bell ringing. 
And he's like, I'm like, did Santa come? And he's like going down the steps all excited. He comes around the corner. And I just hit the button. So the train comes around the tree. And he's like, oh, my God, it's a choo-choo. <laughs> and they both start dancing around the tree. Like, it's so a choo-choo. And that was like the little present. Right, right. And right. they were like so content with that. Yeah, like, yeah. I could have just let them play with that the entire day. Right, and so like, you shot them coming down the stairs. Because when yeah. I was a kid, my brother and I were a year apart. He's a year older than me. And my, but back then in the, what, 20s. Um, <laughs> they had the old real. My, no, no. Rick Adana, wise. All right. Box. You boys, get down the stairs. And you come down like Babe Ruth, and the feet are going <laughs> real fast, but you're moving no, no. slow. But my dad had that camera where back then the light was like a light that you'd have in a studio. Like a, it, it, oh, it was hooked yeah, to the yeah, camera. Yeah. And it would be above him. So he had this camera and then that light. And and every mu- every year, and every video that my parents have, you see me and my brother in our pajamas. We get halfway down the stairs and we're completely yeah, blinded. It would lighten and yeah. fall down but the stairs. We would, and there's no sound because it's back before sound. But halfway and down. And here comes the burn boys <laughs> coming down the stairs on Christmas but morning. halfway down the stairs, we'd both turn around and go back up. Because we had a pee. <laughs> so my dad every year would go, oh, God. And you'd see us halfway make it down and then go back upstairs to go to the bathroom. Well, you should have pissed in the sock drawer before That's you come true. down. That's true. Duke knows his knows It is the game. interesting that he waited till after Santa came. Santa came, too. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Because he's got a whole year to make up for that. Richie now knows you so well that when he talked about when it happened with him and his older brother, he cut your legs out and goes, it was the 1920s. What do you have now to say? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Rick and Don. <laughs> Dude, that, so we got him Thomas, the, the super station, and he couldn't take it out of the box because he opened it Christmas morning, but Christmas we went to my sister-in-law's, so he didn't get to play with it. So the, on the drive home, he's like, I want to play when we get home. I want to open the Thomas super station. And it takes forever to set up, so I was just like, you know what, man? If we get back and you're awake, you can play with it. Well, he was out cold. Put him in bed. So at like 5 in the morning, he shuffles into our room. He just shuffles in and goes, Daddy, it's morning time. It's morning time. Let's play with the Thomas Superstation. I'm like, buddy, the sun's not up. You have to lay in bed until the sun comes Ah. up. So he oh, cra- that's brutal. He crawls in bed with me, and I just let him sleep on my shoulder. Oh, and he, uh, so he sleeps. As soon as the sun came up, he goes, Daddy, the sun's up. So I got up. We put it together, all that stuff. Now, this morning, he comes shuffling in like it's probably 6 a.m. Like a salesman. Yeah. He already knew his audience. He knew it. He knew how to negotiate it. Yep. He just he tried not to wake up Angie. He tugs on me, so I wake up. As soon as I open my eyes, he goes, Daddy, you don't have to wake up, but can I play with Thomas Superstation? I go, of course you can, buddy. And uh, and he goes, could you come out and just put Thomas on the TV for me? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go out. I turn on the TV. Tom, I put on Thomas, and then I fall asleep on the couch while he's playing with it. He let me sleep, didn't do anything bad. And then as soon as it was over, he comes back over, wakes me up. Daddy, Thomas is over. Can you put another episode on? I'm like, this kid is a genius. Like, he knows how to play it, and he, he does it well. Then as soon as Duke wakes up, he comes in. He tackles the Superstation, 
parts are going all over. He starts beating Axel with the helicopter. Bites Thomas. <laughs> Did you and your brother fight really bad? Never. No? All the time. All the time? All the time. And here's the funny thing. My mom only had a sister and never understood that that's what boys do. So it always made her crazy. Especially four. Yeah. But my older brother and I were, because we're only a year apart, she never got it. It yeah. never made, it was like, you would have thought that us fighting was like, how could this be? How could you possibly, as like, this is what, this is what boys do. Chuck's mom, or Chuck's wife was telling me that not to worry about it. Because me and my brother fought really bad. And then we hit a certain age and just quit yeah, fighting. Yeah, she had three boys. Yeah, for me and my brother. She has three boys. For me and my brother, it was 48. <laughs> <laughs> but, and she said, she goes, no, that's how boys bond. Like, as a mother, that's how the boys bond. My mother never got that. And what's crazy is, is I see it now. When Axel is doing something, Duke sees him do it, follows him every step of the way, does exactly what he does. And then when he gets it down... That he understands what they're doing, he then attacks Axel. Right. It's like, okay, I'm doing exactly what you're doing. I got it. Now let's fight. Right. Now I'm gonna <laughs> kick your ass. And now, now I'm gonna. I'm surprised he doesn't pee on him. It's like a dominance. <laughs> I'm surprised. I think he probably has. <laughs> well, tonight you were wearing your Dr. Oz jacket. Uh, Oz. <laughs> this is some segue, but yes. <laughs> My Dr. Oz show jacket. Yes. Show jacket, and you were telling right. us. Uh, at, at the Christmas party, because every year, or the holiday party, he gives out a present. And this year, he had something. He and the producers. And the producers. Yeah. He said something to you um, that he really enjoyed you busting his chops. He lo- I really get on him. Well, you guys saw the show. I really, yeah. at the, I, at the, I do the warm up for the Dr. Ross show. I love it so much that you guys have that kind of a relationship. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And it's really cool to watch. Yeah. It, I like really bust his chops. And he said at the party, he said, um, I really love, he said, the audience really got into it today. Because you, you guys said that they get yeah. nervous. They well, they were him. hitting me on the shoulder right. going, is your friend going to get fired? Right. Yeah, said, I'm like, I don't think so. Is and he going to have a job tomorrow? I forget what I was saying, but I was killing him. And then I said, and he goes, they really, the audience really gets a kick out of it. And I go, well, it's funny because nobody does that. Yeah, no other warm-ups. And he said that, and, and the stage manager was there. Which, um, why would he know that? Because he's only seen you. You've, yeah, you've yeah, because Oprah didn't have a warm-up. Right. And, um, I mean, he's been to other shows, but, you right. know, it's... You he know. probably didn't pay attention. So, uh, Seth Melman, who's our stage manager, shout out to Seth Melman. Shout out to Seth! And uh, Seth said, oh, yeah, I've done, a, you know, shows. I never... Uh, the warm-up guy, you never make fun of the star. It, you build the star up. This is the only show I've ever seen where they're always... Where the warm-up guy's just killing the star. And Doc was like, Really? Because he goes, that's awesome. Like, he loved the fact that. <laughs> so. But then. Um, is there more to this story? This is why I need Joel in my life. Because apparently I tell great stories and then forget them. When well, at the bar. Oh, no. But not at the bar. But then you were talking about how um, Oprah was on it. Because you and Doc had this oh. running. You had this running. I was trying to set you up for that. But I failed miserably. No, that, because I'm. No. Literally an idiot. Richie no. doesn't know how to go full circle. So because so, because you, you, you and Oz what have, you have that joking. So you, you Oz banter. and I, when Oprah was on the show years ago. You banter back and forth. We banter back and forth. And Oprah was on the show. It's the first time she was on the show. 
That's a big deal. Yeah, and that, they right. made, mama I mean, bear. we had meetings. Right, right. You know, be careful about this. Don't say that. Don't do this. I mean, so I, um, I have this thing where I talk about Oz winning. He's won a lot of Emmys. I guess I think eight now, seven or eight, whatever he's done. And and I'm going. Doctor Oz won the Emmy this year. Gave a great speech at the Emmys. Thanked everybody. Almost. Almost everybody. <laughs> and, I, you know, he, and then I anyway, thank the director, he thanked the producer, thanked his wife, thanked Lisa. I go, I see Lisa out every day. You guys ready for my husband? Like, I do this whole bit, right? And then I even say, I go, that's all right. You know, and at one point, Oz would go, next year, I'll thank you. Well, this, that year that he said that, Regis was retiring. And I would turn <laughs> to Oz and I'd get like, and I go, no, it won't be this year. Because Regis is retired. I'm taking the Emmys. And Regis is going to win the Emmy. So the only way I get a thank you on the Emmys is if Regis thanks me. And I don't even know Regis. So this would go on. We'd have this. <laughs> so Oprah's on the show. And we're in the middle. We're in a commercial. And I go into this bit. I don't even know why. And I start talking about it. And I look over. And as I'm in the middle of the bit, I see Oz... Telling Oprah, like, he frantically this, trying to know, explain the bit. Yeah, because Oprah's right, like, why right. is he getting upset? And he's, <laughs> so I'm in the bit and I go, so, uh, I, you know, I'm going, you know, I guess, you know, I never get a thank you. His wife gets a thank you, blah, blah, blah. And when it gets to the point where Oz is supposed to say next year, Oprah said it. And she just said it. Perfectly in place. Totally in place. Oprah turned and went, next year. And I turned and I went, no. It won't be next year because Regis is retiring and Regis is going to win the Emmy. And the only way, and I realized that I'm screaming at Oprah. I'm yelling <laughs> at Oprah. Nobody's ever Nobody's. yelled at Oprah. And I finished my... Oprah's mother <laughs> yeah. wouldn't even yell at Oprah. And I finished the rant and I go, so I'm not... The only way I'm going to get a thank you is if I make friends with Regis. And Oprah turns and goes, okay then. <laughs> And out of a coincidence, your, your sister-in-law... My sister-in-law was in the audience, and she goes, waves me over. She goes, you do know you were yelling at Oprah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. And if Oprah oh. married Deep Deepak Chopra, her name would be Oprah Chopra. Ladies and gentlemen, that's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.